0: We've you now know, both lost our fathers yeah. and we have a friendship that precedes our service together and unless I'm a total idiot a friend a friendship that will continue into the life to come I don't
1: know that you can that you can keep that total idiocy to yourself <laughs> I mean I, I might I might be a total idiot too
0: Welcome to Christ in all things a conversation
1: about meaning and purpose It's based on a Bible verse Colossians 1.17, which says, Christ is before all things, and in him all things hold together.
0: Christ in all things is a listening ear into conversations
1: about receiving and giving the love and
0: hope of Christ.
1: And these conversations, they are an invitation. Because as you'll hear, and as much as we enjoy having them, digital media operates from a distance. And that is not what's best for us, with God or with one another. So... Thanks for listening. And if
0: you're in the neighborhood, we invite you to participate in person in The Life That Finds Its Epicenter at St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. Welcome to Christ in All Things. I am Pastor Lance
1: O'Donnell. I'm Pastor Jason Shockman, and we are wrapping up season one of Christ and all things and want to just do a little reminiscing and a little uh, discussion of what we learned and things we found joyful uh, in the midst of this year of podcasting. And then in part two of this conversation, uh, we want to point forward to kind of what we're looking for as we
0: go to season, season two. two. Yeah. It was, you know, we, we got into this podcast because primarily this it is designed and so help us god will remain a locally a local congregation oriented podcast our 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 goal our goal was to to teach help teach our people and introduce our people and allow allow that this format to be something that could be shared with others in our community but we didn't do it because we're trying to build pastoral brand uh, so we can sell books and other Un, such things. I have
1: no intention of writing a book. I do, it, and you, I and I and I have. You, but that's but then, that's not what this you, is about. Right, right, right. Um, but not that kind of book. Right, not a book that we're going to give to the church and say, "Hey, church, everybody in the church needs to read this book." You're you're writing a a, a novel,
0: right? It, it, that I might not be able to publish till I retire. <laughs> <laughs> But that's a topic uh, and, for another time. And, and
1: and again, just to reiterate or come back to this idea, we didn't jump into the podcast um, really for a a wide a wide audience. We very narrowly said we want to uh, give a listening ear into pastoral conversations to our members that they can share with their friends about the life of the church
0: that has its epicenter here at St. Paul's in Oconomowoc, ten, you know, East Pleasant, Pleasant street, street
1: here. And we, which we say, uh, and, and we've really tried to hold true to that, uh, throughout the year. And so, um, that is one of the surprises though. Yeah. And that
0: it, this was on my list of surprises
1: yeah. and I, I so, and I don't want to focus there, but before, before you get yeah. too far into this, so, so here's, when we have a guest come on the podcast, we ask them, two questions, essentially. The first, what is your name? What does it mean? Uh, And the second is, what are the top three to five things that formed you uh, into who you are? So we want to kind of keep that format, even for this review of season one, and talk about the, the top three to five things in this season of podcasting that were a surprise to us or that were uh, a joy to us uh, as we saw the season unfold. So one of yours Let so before we do that yep. let's
0: start with what's in a name. Just oh, as yeah. as we as we wrap up yeah season 1. Sure. We named this Christ in All Things. Yeah, why did we be, do that? Because because of a, of a Bible verse, Colossians chapter 1 and we say it yeah in the intro but this is worth repeating. In Colossians chapter one, verse 17, he Christ is before all things and in him, all things hold together Christ in in all all, things, in all things. And we tried to keep that in front of us at the center of both the teaching stuff that we did and, and in the interviews. And I'm really curious to see what's What's on your list of the top three to five things that stick out from for you from season one? What's what what are yours?
1: Sure, well, I I don't know that I can name all of them right off the top of my head. I'm still thinking about it. Yeah. right? there's there's a lot that we've covered. Um, I think one of them for me uh, was the two, two days after my dad's funeral um, when I showed up at the office and and you were kind of a little bit. Gobsmacked that I was here, uh, and I, my thought was, well, "Where else am I supposed to go? Right? <laughs> um, I, I want to be in the Word. I want to be surrounded by people that are going to encourage me to grab a hold of the hope of the resurrection, and um, that church is a great place to be to do that. So, it, is that is that when
0: the idea hatched in and my that's, mind? Yeah, wow.
1: and that that was the 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 you know the D- not the, the day Genesis. after, but the yeah. the second day after my dad's funeral, when I was back in the office and getting ready for, it was a Friday, right? I was getting ready for church and, um, and, and you said, Hey, um, how about we add something to the podcast? And, and I said, Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> what are you thinking? Um, and you said, well, if you're game, uh, I'd love to interview you about, this grieving process as you're going through it. Uh, And that started this series that we did called grieving with hope. Uh, And, and I'm not, you know, I've listened back to a few of those and I'm not, I'm not really all that sure that I did a very good job of focusing on hope um, in the midst of those things. Cause I went a little tangential on some of those, but, and and, but part
0: for me, That's part of what grieving is, yeah, yeah. and
1: and and is just telling that story in whatever place you're at.
0: And from from my from my standpoint, why was why I was eager to have those conversations with you is is to provide an example for people. You are grieving, so let's just talk about this. Yeah, and 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 I hope that in so doing, we gave people at least one example of how to of how to attempt to keep hope in Christ at the, at the center of grief.
1: And to be fair, we're not quite done with that series yet. You still have a couple more on the calendar of, right. of dates that you want to sit down and talk about right. it yet. One year out. Yeah. And, and I think um, for me, that was really one of the joys of this podcast season um, was having a place where I could talk through those things. And, uh, you know, again, I've listened back to them. I'm not all that sanctified in every one of those conversations. Um, and, and that's okay. Cause I'm i I'm a human too. Yeah. Uh, and so it gave me a chance to reflect on, oh yeah, how, how am I clinging to hope uh, even as I was listening back to myself, right? Go through it. Um, and it was a great opportunity. Uh, so thank you yep. uh, for that Hairbrained idea that, that <laughs> turned out to be quite nice it was um and and again we're we're not done we're not done with that um and nor nor frankly
0: am i will will you and i ever be ever be done yeah. with that done with that conversation yeah having having both we've now know, both lost our fathers yeah and we have a friendship that precedes our service together and i and I would anticipate, unless I'm a total idiot, a friend a friendship that will continue uh in, in well, I don't know in, that you in, can I don't know into you the can, life into the life to come. I
1: don't know that you can that you can keep that total idiocy to yourself. <laughs> I mean I, I might I might be a total idiot too. So <laughs> So but I'm I you know, I'm always in this, you know, the part of this
0: is because my experience personally yeah. and part of it is because of I'm a pastor. Yeah. And I help people. I'm always going to ask you about your dad. Yeah, I'm always going to look at your bookshelf and see, you know, your a, a, a bookshelf populated with your dad's books, yeah. and and yeah. I'm going to think about your dad. Yeah, and I'm going to remind you of those because that's yeah. just that's just well, what I do.
1: Well, I'm still using his pastoral care companion, yeah. so and it's and, not and hard to be reminded. And of. you will, yeah. for For me, uh,
0: it it's hard. Well, one of the things I I just I just did one of the things that I learned uh, or I say, right. I mean, friends, if you haven't done a podcast or been, been, one of the things you, one of the things you learn when you record is we have these noises that we make when we're thinking. And it's one thing in conversation when you're on, a, when you're on media and you say, uh, or as you and I both like to do write. After right after it, it. So that's one, that's one of those things I learned. We, we, we learned about editing uh, we
1: we learned a ton about editing I found some really fun tools uh, to make that process smoother right when we first when I first right. started doing the editing man I was time consuming and then I found some tools that made it a lot easier to level out the voices so that uh, even um, when um, uh, oh, Oh come on! It just ran who, when we lost the pod-
0: when we lost the roadcaster. Yeah,
1: when we lost the roadcaster. So we we bought oh, this
0: man. we bought this wonderful piece of equipment built for podcasters when we started this because we 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 decided many 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 people who start podcasts say just get started. Yeah, but you're an audio guy, and I have certain standards that I, I wanted it to be something. I, even even if we were fumbling around a little bit as we learned format and stuff sure. i wanted the quality of the audio to be decent so yeah. it wasn't a hin- wasn't a hindrance so we we and that deliver- was, as an
1: audio guy that was important to me too
0: we deliberately yeah. bought good equipment yeah, so we, we bought did. this little thing called a roadcaster pro and yeah. about two months after we bought it, they came out with a Roadcaster Pro Two, but that's another story.
1: <laughs> and but that's the Roadcaster That's not a shameless plug for an upgrade.
0: The the roadcaster does a, a bunch. it's a mini studio that does a bunch of things with the audio signal that helps yep. with peaks and valleys and voices and and our roadcaster broke very early within the warranty period. And so we ended up having to record onto a a different device and then edit everything yeah. on our computers, which was time consuming and, but, v- but valuable to get to know some of the software. Like, Absolutely. A so little bit.
1: some of the audio software and I found some tricks and some things along the way that made that a lot smoother. So that was a fun thing. Right. Uh, I mean, I had done right. some, some audio work with other software in the past, but boy, the software that we have to do this is really nice. Uh, It gets the job done quite well. So for a season
0: one wrap up, I mean, there was some mechanical stuff for, for me. I, I loved the interviews. Yeah. I loved the interviews and for, for our listeners who some would know many, many wouldn't. I started a PhD in 2001 and my intention was that I was going to get all my graduate work done and then go to the parish and then finished my dissertation from the parish. And toward about two thirds of the way through my graduate work, I kind of hit my debt ceiling and and realized I can't take any more debt. I'm thirty-three years old and I need, you know, I need to start making a paycheck. And so I left my graduate program, PhD program early. And when I got into the parish, I discovered I really don't care much for secondary or tertiary sources. I like primary sources. That means I like original texts and I like people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, and you and I are very similar in that mm-hmm. regard. We, you know, I, I love interacting with the scriptures. Mm-hmm. I, I don't love, I don't love reading academic journals, whether theology or, or otherwise. I I, I like w- reading the original text or whatever it is. And man, do, did I enjoy Talking with people, some people that I've known for over a decade, and to get to know some things that I didn't. For off, at the top of my head right now is our very first interview yeah. with Don and Karen Meyer, and I had been listening to several. I, I enjoy. I, I my brother is an entrepreneur. I have uncles, you know, family members who are entrepreneurs. I really appreciate what goes into. I'm going to put my name out. I'm yeah. going to hang out my own shingle. I'm going to put my income on the. I I, I have a tons of respect for for those people and so and I enjoy those stories. And I stumbled on a couple entrepreneurship podcasts. When we when we sat down with Don and Karen Meyer, who are members of our marriage ministry team, we said,
1: and that's why we sat down to talk that, with. Them. We
0: sat down to mm-hmm. talk with them about marriage, and in the context of that, we ended up talking to them about. The business they started called Rock River Labs, and I was floored. And this happened at least once in every interview that we had. Yeah. Somebody said something, and we and just sat there slack jawed. And, <laughs> and when, when, when Don and Karen told us that he didn't take a paycheck for five years, as as they were trying to get their business now. Yeah. It's an incredibly generous family, and they've yeah. been incredibly supportive for for decades here at St. Paul's. Yeah. But that they went five years, and he didn't take a paycheck while they were scraping to get by. I was like, and that his parents, who I th- if I remember rightly, were farmers and gave a significant portion of whatever life savings they had to fund this venture of their son. And land. and le- To build a lab
1: on their farmland I, for him to get the business that's, going.
0: That's right. It, so... That that for me that was huge was, in that inter- that was the start of this is going to be a great joy. <laughs> yeah, it is,
1: and and again you said this, but it's true. Every single person we sat down and had conversation with, in, in, in that interview, learning the top three to five things that formed them, there was something in every one of those conversations that that I walked away from going wow, just wow, uh, that that's amazing. My, I mean Dorothy Duco studying vocal performance at the, at Carnegie in New York. I, I would never, I would never have guessed that that was, that was Dorothy's young adult life. Right. Um, and, and I think we could go back through all of the interviews, interviews we've done and find, and find one moment that was like that. Um, and we really, we really enjoyed those. I and don't I, think that's you alone. And You and I were talking
0: too. about this earlier off, off mic.
1: Cause we do that we talk Be, because we, talk we do talk because yeah.
0: we do talk off mic that basic framework yeah of what is your name and what does it mean so some of us and i'm going to speak to you maybe you maybe there's some young men out there who are you're awkward and you know you're trying to meet a young lady or how do you know how do i do this how do i have a conversation with yeah. a woman and you know what a really good basic framework is for that conversation is ask them what their name is and what it means and really listen and explore it yeah. and then then ask then ask them what are the what what about you what are the big things that formed you as a human being and then shut up and listen and then listen <laughs> you know and, and 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 explore that i mean and that's of course not just for young men seeking to to seeking to woo young women, but for anybody that's, I think those turned out to be rather serendipitously an excellent conversational questions. Yeah, absolutely. We led to some interesting discoveries about, about names and, you know, sometimes people were all prepared. They knew what their name meant. Some, some of them hadn't a clue and we, and we explored it
1: and surprised him a little
0: and surprised and surprised him a little that 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 was fun. What what about what else for you, stuck out?
1: Um yeah, that we this is maybe going to sound be odd, right? We didn't have a B roll. Right? We didn't leave much on the cutting floor. There there was not I don't think there was a maybe maybe one episode that we recorded yes and didn't air that yes, I was I was impressed by that I I know other people that have done podcasts that have recorded a lot of things that just never see the light of day right um I mean we have some bloopers right that that we have buttons for and and this this comes to that is um we have on this roadcaster the ability to push a button and have sound effects right uh and it's and it's a wonderful thing we can you know have crickets in the background if we wanted to uh we could do the sad trombone or the rim shot uh and we both agreed before we started doing the podcast that we needed one of these buttons for each of us one that i could push if it was time for you to just be quiet (laughs) And and one that you could push to tell me zip it, right? Uh, Not in an angry or rude way, but just a a fun. Yeah, we we wanted to keep it lighthearted, right? And so we wanted to do some things and have some uh, sound bites that would be able to allow that to happen. Uh, And we unfortunately can't
0: get it right.
1: Uh, didn't use them. Didn't use them. I mean, we have these wonderful things that we had planned to use, and and not only did we not use it, we didn't really have a need to use it, right? We we both anticipated. Oh yeah, we're definitely going to need those buttons. I, I don't think I ever even tried to reach for one, and that was a surprise to me, uh, on both both for me and for you, right? Um, which was fun, uh, and. Again, I don't think we sat down to record an episode that that we didn't air. A couple of a couple of them that we I can to, remember, we had to, we redo had to re-record. Yeah. Right where where there was some issue or some glitch or some technicality that uh, we kind of said, yeah, no, that's that's not okay, uh, and then we would re-record it. So it it, it was.
0: It was a fair amount of work, especially at the beginning. But mm-hmm. once we got the hang of things, and at least the way we were going to do this, we, we 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 didn't have to spend a ton of production time.
1: No, nor a ton of prep time, right? I was anticipating we would be doing a lot of prep as well. And, I mean, just as an example, <laughs> two minutes before we started recording today, we flipped my whiteboard over and wrote a after, list. After and we talked.
0: That... Yeah that may change next year. Yeah, I think it will because we've got some teaching stuff that we want to do. That, you know, th- that was certainly true in the interviews. Yeah. When we were the teaching oriented podcast we, do ha- we did have to game through. We didn't wing that. Yeah, I no, Ever. No. And
1: and so like when the episode about welcome to St. Paul's or what you experience when you come to, to the divine service, we pretty clearly mapped those out and knew where we were going and knew what we were talking about. Uh, and it spent the time laying that out beforehand, which is part of why they pretty seamlessly. Yeah, and, and again,
0: in, in part two of this wrap up, we're going to look ahead at to season two in Christ in all things. But, but for now we're, you know, we're talking about what we learned and that's, it's an interesting comment on your part that we didn't end up in as much production oriented stuff. So, and that's helpful because we're busy men that, (laughs) you know, we have a, we have a parish to care for and, and, and that's, and that's that's pretty important. The, you know i'm curious well what else for you, what else sticks out for you
1: um i think i think those are really the big ones the the it wasn't as hard production wise as i thought it would be um it, the grieving with hope episodes that came out of nowhere were a, a big help to me i'm glad uh, thank you um it, shamelessly it was a ball to sit here with my brother and mark yeah your best buddy yeah, yeah. my best friend in the world mark trebury uh and and talk about our friendship and, and let you grill us about it a little bit yeah um, and then and then to see how that has borne fruit uh, not only as people in, that have listened to the episode made comment but uh, as then you went and hunted down somebody you hadn't talked to in a while and reconnected I did um And
0: that's that's yeah. a topic remind me that when we get to part two sure that's something I want to pick up next year okay because I think it's important I think it's important.
1: you mean have we get mark back?
0: Well, <laughs> I, I would, I would love that, but that, that, that topic will, and, and again, I want to come back to that in part two of this. Yeah.
1: You know, we also. we I talked we also, all mine. You didn't talk about yours. We,
0: we also had for the, one of our guests died in the Lord. Yeah. And I'm super thankful, especially for his family, that we were able to take this equipment and go to an independent living center and interview Bill Voss, who was at the time our oldest member at a hundred and a half and who died in the Lord not too long after we interviewed him. And that was a treat. Mm -hmm. It, It was, well, all of these interviews were a treat, but especially in retrospect, some, the story that Bill told, about his life, you know, you and I sat there slack jawed yeah. a couple times and it's, it's provided, you know, one of the, th- one of the things Bill had in his room at the, at the nursing home was a clock that had bird calls at every hour and his girls, <laughs> two of his daughters who are members here at St. Paul's slid that in the corner of my office, you know, and so I had bird calls going off and still then still do. And I decided to keep it. I, I love, I, I really enjoyed him. Yeah. I was, you know, I'm, I'm still, I'm still stunned by one, the story of his youth. I'm still stunned by his answer, you know, for a guy who'd lived over a hundred years. What is the, you know, after the war, when you came back from world war II, what were, what was the, what was the biggest thing for you? I mean, I'm thinking, you know, and I'm named after a guy who landed on the moon. Yeah. Um, all the things that he saw his his answer of Ronald Reagan's election. Yeah. Ronald Reagan's presidency and behind that for Bill was hopefulness. Yeah. And after so many years of turmoil there, there for him that represented a hopefulness that that he wanted us to get back to and recapture. Yeah. as a as a country um let alone let alone personally, it was. I'm I'm delighted that we have that. I'm delighted that uh, Bill's girls have that as a as a permanent record of a wonderful conversation with a with a lovely man, and and he won't be the last one because yeah. you know that we will. The wages of sin is death, but the free
1: gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so all of our interview <laughs> guests, we know in Christ will. Be justified or are justified, but we also know they're gonna they're gonna go meet the Lord someday, and that's a, a joyful reason to talk about it now as Christ is in all things. I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about how, um, or have you talk a little bit about how people are the members of our congregation have responded to this format uh, of 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 teaching and sharing information and talking about what's going on here in the life of the church. And w- we had hoped that
0: people would listen and learn about one another and be either educated about what we believe and teach and confess or grow in their faith related to those things. And that the format would allow them a a means to share that with others. Yeah. Hey, this is my friend Dorothy, or have you heard my friend Jill's story? Yeah. Oh and I, I was, you know, I was, <laughs> you and I were, you and I were thrilled to hear some of these stories, to see how God is at work yeah. in big ways and small in some of these, in some of the lives of the lives of every person that we interviewed. And it's true with every single person, everybody everybody has has a story yeah and
1: if you just take the time to if listen
0: if you take the time to listen and and if you listen with the ears and watch with the eyes of faith you can see you can see God at work there mm-hmm. and it was fun seeing the eyes opened of many people mm-hmm. that listened to the podcast and you know i'll get back to something i started to say earlier one of the surprises is this is a local podcast and it's designed to be a local podcast yeah. but then we we looked at the metrics we looked at the analytics of we ha- we have had listeners of this podcast on every continent and except antarctica at least that we know of yeah and because the 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 in analytics for the podcast can tell us downloads. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily tell us where someone has listened, but we have downloads from every continent and every state in the United States and I think almost every country in Europe, almost every country in South America. Uh, it's crazy. Australia, New Zealand, several several Yeah. Muslim dominated uh, yeah. Islam dominated countries
1: uh, all over Asia and so, thank you, listeners, wherever you are. Yeah, it, that, for the that was crazy uh, to yeah, me. Yeah, that was a mind bender. Uh, <laughs> to we, look
0: at that map is kind of nuts. We so. never,
1: we never intended that that we would become a worldwide show, uh, and, and that's and it's not what and we are, and, and nor is it our goal to be right. that. Um, but we're thankful that it's useful, and and the people are tuning in and enjoying it. Yeah, from, from if they if are if, on,
0: if if only to hear about Uncle Gary. Yeah, or you know, or, or whatever it might. You know, hey, hey, you know, share and share this with your friends. Uh, this is, hey, this is, you know, this is my Uncle Glenn. This is Aunt. This is Aunt Jill. Yeah, yeah. Listen, listen to this.
1: Uh, and but don't let Jill say the Lord's prayer and then say amen. <laughs> you have to go listen to the Jill episodes to get yeah. that one. Uh, one more, and then we should probably wrap up this episode and and start part two. Um, talk about how visitors to our church have responded to the
0: podcast. Well, we've had people tell us, and people that have come into membership, tell us how helpful this was. For the teaching side, but also for the interaction that you and I have. So they had a sense before they walked in the door of who the men were that were the pastors of this, of this congregation. And that's, that's helpful. And so, yeah, people have, people have responded and it's, it, it has been everything that we hoped it would be and more. And we're looking forward to season two And we'll talk to you a little bit more about that in part two. For show notes and other information about this or other episodes of Christ in All Things, visit christinallthings.org. Comments may be emailed to
1: comments at christinallthings.org. To support Christ in All Things, click the donate page at either christinallthings.org or splco.org.
0: In thanks for a one-time gift of $100 or more, you receive a pair of nerdy blue light blocking glasses with the Christ in All Things logo on them. Pastor Shockman loves
1: these. That is so not true. Patrons who subscribe for a monthly gift of $20 or more will have early access to the show and receive some on-air clapping. As well as a pair of Wisconsin-made Christ in All Things hiking socks. Gifts of $1,000 or more will receive thunderous on-air clapping.
0: And a word of thanks, plus a handmade leather Christ in All Things Folio
1: by the Murdy Creative Company. For a gift of $10,000 or more, we will go bleeping bananas. <laughs> Do a happy dance and take the show on the road to your home or wherever it is you'd like to fly us to record with you.
0: All post-production surplus supports youth ministry at St. Paul's. Thank you for
1: your support. Christ in All Things is a production of St. Paul's Lutheran Church, 210 East Pleasant Street, Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. For more information about St. Paul's, visit SPLCO.org, email us at infosplco.org, at or call us at 262 567 5001. Intro, outro music, setting by Joseph Hurl, copyright 1998, Concordia Publishing House, used with permission.